Good morning, good morning. Welcome to today's daily devotion. Home of the free as the CG retreat and push and tell it. I will welcome you this morning. And uh, our topic this morning is very, very unique. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty will open our understanding and uh, give us clarity and a lot of things that we're doing so we can make difference in the life of those that are important, those that are important to God in our way, in our journey to the heavenly kingdom in the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome, and I pray that you enjoy your time in the presence of the Lord as we spend the time in the world for us today. God bless you. Thank you for joining. Uh, On to the, the oh yeah, oh, oh am all all the, the ghost, oh yes, oh is like you are glorious in holiness and fierce. Because you're always doing wonders in our midst, oh God, Father, we worship you. We say thank you because there is none holy as you, oh God, Father, we worship you and give you hope. Oh thank you, Jesus. And I thank you, Jesus. Glorious in holiness, you're fearful in praises, always doing wonders. Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, there is none like unto you. I want us to take the worship song again. Who is like unto thee? There is no one. Oh, Lord, who is like unto thee? Oh, yes. Oh, Lord, I'm among the gods. Oh, yes. Who is like thee? You are glorious in holiness and fearful in praises. Always do in wonders. Hallelujah. And Hallelujah. Oh, oh, my soul. Oh, yes. Oh, my soul. Oh, Sing like never. Ever before, yes. oh, my soul, yes, I worship your, your holy name. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, yes. 
Oh, my soul, wash his holy name. Sing like never, sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. Oh, yes, Lord, we worship your holy name. Oh, yes, Lord, we worship your holy name. Father, bless the Lord, oh my soul. God. The psalmist bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is with name, bless his holy name, oh God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who deliver my soul, God. Father, I will say thank you, Jesus, oh God. We bless your name. Father, I will say thank you, Jesus, oh God, for forgiving all our iniquities, oh God. We bless your holy name. Blessed be your heaven in Jesus' name. Father, we say thank you. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration this morning. Let our soul bless you. Father, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Father, Lord, Jesus, say thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we magnify your holy Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Father, we say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So. We magnify the Lord, oh yes, my spirit, praise his name, oh, for death could not hold in captive, oh yes, even in the grave, oh Jesus is Lord. Even in the grave, Jesus is Lord. Be my Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Be my Lord. Yes, Lord. Send a lot of us here. You are highly exalted. Oh, yeah. For there is nothing you can't do. Oh, yes, oh, Lord, our eyes are on you. Be magnified, oh, Lord, be magnified, be magnified, be magnified. Magnify, oh, 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 
altar. Oh, yes. For there is nothing you can do. Oh, yes. Oh, Lord. My eyes are on you. Be magnified. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Be magnified. We magnify you, Lord Jesus. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Thank you, Jesus, O God, magnifying. Father, be magnified. Be magnifying all our ways. All our lives, let it be magnified in everything that we do. Father, we magnify you this morning. We exalt you. We magnify your holy name. We give you all the adoration this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to hand over to Briar this morning. Welcome, everybody. Uh, let's just continue in that mode of prayer. Let's just continue to just thank him as our brother come online this morning to take the today's April, the same, uh, the same teach, teaching. Let's just thank him. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor in the name of Jesus. Right over Amen. To Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Pastor. Thank you, uh, Sister Confer. Um, as we come to his presence today, let uh, his spirit minister to us. Uh, let us come commit our day also again unto you. Father, we thank you for another opportunity. Sure. You yes, give us to yes, gather Lord. to you. Yes, in your presence. You say, we're mm. to, we are gathered here in our midst yes. and we know you're here. And your power, help, uh, help us to untangle ourselves from anything that will let your power mm. flow through us in Jesus' name. Any Amen. hindrance in our heart as we come to do it. Father, come then, and take care start of us and expunge it, Lord, take in our life. Let your spirit flow through us, Father. But I help us to be able to hear your word from the throne of grace. Let your name only be established in our lives in Jesus. In our lives, Holy Spirit, let it be unto you. Let your son this morning, every time, every Holy Spirit, take control. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Heavenly Father, we want to once again commit our, our gathering together. And yes. We, we, we come in, in, in your name. Yes. Oh Lord, Father, come and speak to us. Amen. And all other things that, that all other, all the cares of our hearts, Father, we hand them over to you. Yes. For Lord. it not to be, for you not for you not to confuse us and deceive us, oh Lord. Father, yeah. help us to be able to to overcome the desire of our heart to desire you. Your Amen. Name, Amen. Thank you for, for another opportunity you, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you once again, Pastor. Thank you, Sister Comfort, for the praise and worship. Uh, our topic today is uh, it's very important at the, at the least to us. It, it says a lot of things uh, in our life, and, and I hope we can, you know, take advantage of what God is trying to, you know, explain to us through these words today. Because when I read it to, you know, I thought about myself and I looked, he said, and I'll first read from the text uh, the, that we're going to read from, which is uh, Ecclesiastes uh, 2. And I read from New Living Translation. 18 and 19 and it says even for the caption of that 
part of the verse in the New Living Translation. It says, "The futility of work." Mm. Uh, he said, mm. uh, "You know, not, God is not trying to tell us that we shouldn't work, but mm. you know, we should live for what matters. We should work for what matters." Mm. And like we've seen, and like we've seen in when we are in, 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 in church on Sunday, which what was what was revealed in our heart was, we should seek what matters. We should seek the Lord. We shouldn't just leave, ask, you know, we shouldn't just be seeking uh, or worldliness, you know, uh, I, my, all our cares, all our wants, but we should seek the Lord and we can ask for all those our cares, but seeking is Lord. So we should leave for what matters. So mm. uh, it says, I came to eat all my hard work here on earth, for I must leave to, to others everything I've earned. And who can tell whether my successor will be wise or foolish? Yet they will control everything I have gained by my skill and hard work under the sun. How meaningless. Mm. <clears throat> one of the texts that uh, pastor preached one of the Sundays, maybe it was two weeks on it, three weeks on it, is like, we are sojourners on it. So we shouldn't, you know, continue to live our life for this place that is going to expire. We should live our life for where it's going to be eternal. So if we live for what matters, we can actually receive the reward of eternal life. Mm -hmm. If you continue to live for what is going to expire, that you don't even know all your struggle, that, you know, who's going to take over it. You know, you know, a lot of people are, you know, known about people that have been great kings, that their kingdom have expired. We mm -hmm. know about King Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. He was mm -hmm. a great king. That mm -hmm. kingdom doesn't it doesn't mm -hmm. exist today. It's called mm -hmm. another name. They don't mm -hmm. even know about that kingdom anymore. So mm -hmm. for us, you know, all the mark that he probably thought he made while he was on earth, you know, he, you know, wh whatever he is now, you know, is meaningless to me. Mm -hmm. Because you know, the, if he lived for what was right, that thing will continue to to be his reward in, in, in eternally. So for us. This is very important. And I want to read, uh, I want to quickly read before I read, uh, uh, I want to read this chapter before I go uh, go into the devotion itself. And I'm going to read from Matthew 6. I'm going to quickly run through 19. It says, and in the text, in New Living Translation, it says, teaching about money and possession. Mm -hmm. Because like here, yeah, it says, leave for what matters. It said, don't store up treasures here on earth where moth eats them and rust destroys them. And where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy. And thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your eye is, a, is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, you have deep darkness. You how mm -hmm. deep that darkness is. No one can serve two masters. But you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and, and be enslaved to money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear isn't life more more than food and your body more than clothing look at the birds they don't plant or harvest or store food in bands for your heavenly father feeds them and aren't you 
far more valuable than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't walk or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautiful as they are. And if God cares so wonderf wonderfully for wildfires that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Yes. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all, you need, all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and it will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring his own worries. Today's mm. troubles is enough for today. And in this, in, in, in that whole part of it, God is trying to redirect our focus for us to be able to live for his kingdom. He doesn't say we shouldn't walk. And that is one of the things that was established in the beginning because even as God created Adam in the Garden of Eden, he still gave him a task to tend, to govern, to reign. But in doing it in, in, in line with God's will and purpose, for us to be able to exist and treasure the work we're doing to honor him and to give him all the glory. So I quickly read. They say, if you work harder, if you work harder, you can earn more money. That is, you know, a mindset when you think about it. But you can earn more, but you can't earn more time. To coin a popular song, time may be money, but your money won't buy time. There's a story about a guy who worked the late shift at a factory who, who walked home in wee hours. One night he took a short call through the cemetery, failing to notice the new grave that had been just dug, that, that had just been dug in the center of his path. He fell into it after several unsuccessful attempts to get out. He decided to relax until the morning when someone was around to help him. As he sat in the corner of the grave, half asleep, a fellow traveler who had been who had overindulged at the bar stumbled in beside him. Desperate to get out, the drunk started yelling and clawing fanatically at the sides. At that point, our hero reached out and touched him gently on the leg. And he said, it's no use, friend. I've tried. You will never get out of here. Not surprisingly, he did. He jumped out. A periodic visit to the local cemetery might help you reevaluate and reprioritize your life. For example, it might, it might encourage you to stop and ask yourself what, really, what you are really living for. That's an important question. Important question, I mean. Solomon had, had an aha moment like that in our, in our reading today. For though I do my work with wisdom, knowledge, and skill, I must leave everything I gain to the people who haven't worked for it. He paraphrased. A rot is simply a grave with the end with the ends kicked out. Don't just make a living. Get out of your wrath and make a difference. Don't just leave an inheritance. Leave a legacy that will enrich the life of those who follow you. Leave and I quoted another thing I said, leave for his glory, for love, for peace. So leave for all matters is our topic today. And when you think about it, you know that question of you know 
getting encouraged about people that already lived in the past. Just like I used it, you know, the King Nebuchadnezzar, how he was great during his time, but he is no more today. Even 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 if he was in for the word of God that is trying to make us see God's glory in King Nebuchadnezzar's story, we probably will not even know his name, how great he was. But God in his infinite love is using him as a teaching for us to know that he is God. And for us to be able to look at it really like, what are we really living for? Because eventually, like I said in the beginning, when pastor was preaching, we are sojourners. So if we are sojourners, why are we being entangled with sin? Uh, like he said in that Matthew, where our treasure is being sold to things that will disappear, worrying about food and clothes. And we will get all those things. I think one of the things that was said on Sunday when we were talking about what to seek for. If you seek for the right thing, by adventure during that thing, and what, if I can paraphrase Bratobi, was that in, in between when you are seeking God, all other things will be added, and which was mm -hmm. stated in his word, that if you seek his kingdom mm -hmm. and live righteously, and living righteously is doing good, doing his work, seeking everything for his kingdom, all those other things that you are looking for will be added to you. So, but if you seek those other things, you will, his kingdom will not be right. So it's not the other way out. The equation is not seek the world and you will gain ever. You know, it's a desire God and all other things because he knows your heart. Because now you have relationship with him. Then he can provide you with what he don't even have. Because like you said, he can provide abundantly, you know, in, in more than what we ever even assumed or imagined in our life. So for us, you know, we cannot miss the step. If you like in mathematics, you know, the, the, the equation, and which God is, not, God is not mathematics, but when you think about his commands and his, what he's telling us is to seek, you know, not to seek worldliness as Christ emphasized in all those things that they said about where we treasure, what we desire. If we, like you said, yeah, if you work hard, hard that you earn more money, but you can't earn time. You, you, you cannot earn more time. So your life will just be passing away. And the main purpose that we were created, we will not, be, we will not even achieve it. And our story will end in a graveyard. Hmm. And it, it, there, will, there, there, there will be eternal perdition for us. Mm. The law of Christ is trying to express to us is for us to be able, you know, to focus on who he is, for us to be able to live, you know, for what matters. And also, let me quickly read this because I want us to really discuss it instead of me taking, because I think this is very clear. There's no kind of embellishment I need to do to make this. I want to read also Hebrew 12. One to three, I said. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witness to to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. You know, the 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 reason our purpose is to you know to make it to heaven, to be who God created us to be, to 
to untangle ourselves from all those things that we have learned, to unlearn them, to now come out, to be new in Christ Jesus. You see, we do this, and this, it now showed us exactly in this part, in, in verse 2, it showed us exactly how we can do it. Because he knows it's going to be difficult. That is the purpose Christ came for. Christ came to die for us, so that we become reconciled. But the most important thing is to be the way for us, to show us the path for us to be able to live for what matters. He said, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Jesus is to focus. Uh, uh, the image that we, because we have lost our way. Uh, Abraham, Adam was created in the image of God. But no, none of us can say we are Adam because we don't know God. He, he, he felt the presence of God. But Jesus now is that image. That we, so we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus because now is that image of God that we are supposed to be. So we do this by keeping our eye on Jesus. He is a champion who initiates our faith and the one that perfects it. Because, and this is the part, the way he used and we can follow. He said, because of the joy that was awaiting him. Uh, the joy now that Christ, the gospel of the good news that Christ has already told us. Because of the joy that was awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he's seated in a throne, in a, in, seated in a place of honor beside God. And that is the way we can, we have to endure and persevere, live right now, even though it might be difficult for us, for the world matters, so that we can actually, you know, this is the way, so that we can actually reign with God too. He said, think of all the hostilities you endured from sinful people. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people, then you won't become weary and give up. Because we, you can't even say we, no matter how we say we are persevering, we have not, we can't persevere enough for what Christ did. Because now we we'll have to just think about the value of who he is. God died a criminal's death and punished, dragged. But we, even that perseverance, we can't even say, you know, we, we can do it. But he's still showing us the path for us to be able to persevere and to be able to do it. So right now, the calling is for us to live for all matters. And I hope as we, because like I said, the Holy Spirit is the power of God in us that can help us to be able to, that can nudge us if we yield. And I pray, even me, because every time I talk, sometimes, you know, as I'm talking, it's like I'm revealing myself. That is, that is what God is telling me at that moment, that you, this is all that you have, you've been entangled, you know, all your life. So for us, let the power of the Holy Spirit help us to see, to illuminate these words of God when it matters for because not that's when we read it now, because most of the time, you know, you could just be entangled. Yesterday, after we talked, after our fellowship, now I had, I, my brother called immediately. And me and him, before you know, we got into an argument. You know, eventually I just thought about it like, you know, you struggle very hard to, you know, to take in this word, the, the times that you need it. You, you know, it, it, it's not being manifested. But, you know, Holy Spirit told me even, it wasn't like it wasn't being manifested. It was God trying to show me who, what I was still holding on to, all the things that I was still struggling with. And for us now, we should, you know, surrender for God to be able to untangle us on all these things. Because, so for us to be able uh, to focus on Him. And the only way we could do it is to focus on Christ and to live for Him and live for all matters. Thank you. If you have contributions today, please let's have it. This is very important. We all discuss it. Contributions, please. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Um, the, 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 what, everything that you've said is basically what, uh, what this topic today is talking about. Um, talking about we making a difference, a life of what matters, a life of what matters. Um, when I was having my own personal devotion this morning, um, I, I just, I just find, um, find some words that, that, that it, sometimes what we, what we found, what we think that matters to us is really simple things that God already provides to us that we don't need to struggle about. But because we don't see it as important, we stress so much on other things that really we not carry a lot of weight. And making a difference in a, what really matters to God is how do we represent him? But what, we, what matters to us is how do we represent ourselves? And we always forget that we are not made for ourselves. We are made for him. To him, everything that we do supposed to be about him. So he can influence other people to come to him. That is the bottom line of what God's expectation of us supposed to be. But we are not, we are not intentionally pay attention to that part of our life that we are not made for ourselves, but we only cater to ourselves, and we never pay attention to what God expects of us. And that's the reason why sometimes we have misprioritized a lot of things that we need to do. But my prayer today is we were made to make difference, to make difference. And how can you make difference? It's not by you accumulating everything to yourself. It's about you giving yourself away to somebody that needs it, to something that needs it. So God can flow through you so everybody else around you can then benefit out of it. Because we are, we are called the salt of the earth. Like I was saying, my devotional this morning, it's talking about um, if I am called the salt of the earth and I'm not tasty to others, that everything that comes out of me is bitterness. It's causing anger. It's causing people to be to commit sin. It's causing people to not be themselves. It's no longer a tasty salt. It becomes a salt that bitterness right, derived from. So we need to look at that. Are we making difference in the way that God is making difference in our life? Because if there is still something in our life that's making others to feel for or to make them to now go in the right way that they need to go and making them to be like okay something else then we are not being that salt that we are we're not making difference and god wants us to make difference and what we focus so much on us is about us oh if i'm not comfortable it's not going to work uh, if i cannot make it there it's not going to be there. as long as about you then what you have the bible is saying there that is useless because you're going to leave them behind. You that you're protecting yourself, then you not become a thing to everybody else that needs you. If you are a salt, you should be a tasty salt that people want to taste out of what God is putting you. And if you're the light, you're supposed to light the world. You're supposed to light around you. You're supposed to bring people out of the darkness into the light that you're in. So when they get over there, you can show the difference of what God has done. Instead of us doing that to influence others, 
to make different in the life of others, we focus so much on our accomplishment. And the Bible make it clear that if you read that, if you read the Ecclesiastic very well, Solomon was talking about whether everything that I've gained, who can tell that who I'm, I'm working all this work, all this hard work, I'm building here, building there, building for everybody, saying because of my children, because of, tomorrow, my, my style of lifestyle today may not be the same style of lifestyle for my children tomorrow. Who's to say that everything that you've accomplished today, your children will not say, oh, we don't like it, sell it. Just give us any money for it. And you struggle. You work 16 hours. You work 20 hours sometimes to, make, to get that thing. And when they saw it, they said, oh, it's useless to us. How do you think that when God's looking at us from heaven, and what if by valuable to himself, which is to make different in the life of people that need different. We say, oh, they don't matter to us. How do you think God will feel? Don't let us be that people that we act without knowing who they are. We are children of light. We have purpose. We're supposed to make difference in the life of others. If we cannot do that, then we have a question to ask ourselves. What are you making? What is that? Where did that thing ask a question earlier? He asked a question. That okay, uh, he said. Well, he said, for example, it might encouraging you to stop and ask yourself, what are you really living for? Ask yourself, what are you really reading for? What are you living for? Are we living for ourselves, or are we lead, living for what 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 God wants us to live for? That's what he says. He said, maybe we should ask ourselves that question. Is what we are living that we make important right now? Is it really worth it? Or is it making, is it what it, yes, sometimes it, it is what it, but is it going to make different in the life of somebody else? Let's ask that question. And God will help us to be of that good character that God is expecting us to make different in the life of others. May God help us in Jesus' name. That's my addition. That's my contribution. And the floor is still open. Thank you, Brian. You narrated it very, very, very well, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, like you said, like Pastor expressed, what, what are we really living for? Are we living to, to bring glory to God? Are we really, you know, doing good things? Because we are called, you know, to do His work, to do good things. Are we living for ourselves? You know, like Pastor rightly expressed, when you think about, you know, this, uh, this during this particular uh, pandemic. And all the, these other effects, there's been a lot of revelation, you know, because, because with all the works of trying to earn more money just to stay alive or to, to get ahead, you know, what does it profit eventually? You know, it, it just, life just flies by. And exactly everything that we talked about today is a revelation of who I am, because life is just going by every day. Then eventually, you start compartmentalizing many things. Eventually, age will be there. So where will be the love? Because you're struggling with everything. You know, just like the example that was used, the wee hours, you know, walking, you know, with the wee hours, you know, just trying to make ends meet. Eventually, life goes by, and it, at, the, at the end of the day, it's meaningless. It's like we're walking, we're walking, you know, to, for our kids. You know, to have a house, to do all those things. Eventually, you pass away. You know, and the kids too. They will have family. The whole 
the whole life will just be a circle of generations after generations living without the purpose of what that genealogy or the or that family is supposed to achieve. When we think about the story, the account of God's covenant with Abraham and uh, Abraham and Isaac, Abraham to Isaac to Jacob and all those people, you know, most of them never came into fruition. Most of them never achieved what the covenant God called them to be. Because we, we keep living against his will and purpose for us. For us, I think we need help, you know, and I hope, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit can take hold in our life and we can be able to, you know, live in line with his will and purpose for us in Jesus' name. More contributions. Ah, praise the blood. Good morning, sir. Good morning, brother, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Um, I will come into this uh, through uh, the heart of service. When we look at the life of Christ, the reason why he came was for service. And everyone whose main um, idea or whose intention is for service will always make a difference because the attention has gone from him to others. Mm. That doesn't mean that he's not taking care of himself or he's not taking care of things that are personal. But he has seen that the reason why he's here on it is to serve. And even for that reason, such a person will not have to worry about unnecessary competitions that we all engaged in in life. This person has this, I want to have the same thing. This person is doing this, I want to be doing this. And honestly, we will even stop having to copy others to do things because then we understand that the reason for life goes beyond self. And we begin to operate at the level where God expects us to operate in. So service there is what makes the difference, is what gets an individual from being into himself and begin to think about others. And we'll see that at every point in time, when people shift their attention from themselves to others, they begin to do the miraculous. Mm. They begin to do things in such a way that even the attention they don't want now focus on them. They don't want it, but the attention now goes back on them. We all talk about Paul today. We all talk about Peter today. We all talk about all these people today. It was a heart of service mm, mm. that they had. Mm. Not looking at themselves, but Chef-less. others. Yeah. But now the attention is to them. We don't remember all those people. Mm, mm, but we mm. remember what they did because they made it mm. different. Mm. So the idea is instead of you chasing limelight, 
chasing this, chasing that. Focus on what God has called you to do in your own corner. Mm. Because mm. when you are saying until I get to this level, that's when I'll be able to help these people. Where you are in your own Jerusalem, in your own Judea, what are you doing there? Is it one person that you can make a difference in his or her life? Is it two? Where you are, where you're working, where you're living, even if it's in the life of your children, in the life of your partner, that making a difference will transform into those people making difference into the lives of others. Start from where you are. May God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, sir. You know, make a difference in the life of service. See for what matters because you know, God's kingdom is the most paramount thing. And we are called, you know, to be his witness, you know, in, in, in action, in words. And if we make difference based on that, that means we're making a difference in his kingdom. That means we're living for what matters because, like you said, we make difference in it, no matter which capacity God has, you know, put us. That means we're doing it for his kingdom and we're doing his will. So eventually we in in the same brain uh, doing everything all in his name. So that is very good. Thank you very much. More contributions, please. We have more contributions in the house. Live for all matters. If you don't have any other contributions, I, I think we should, you know, we should pray. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank, thank you, but Brian. Sorry, uh, we we we're gonna pray, but uh, I just want to a little bit emphasize a little bit more on what Brad Sam said. A selfless act is what we are lacking. We we cannot get ourselves out of that mindset about our self, of who we are. And when we change, when the Holy Spirit take over our life, it changes that perspective, that part of us that is still saying me. Because it's not easy to just say, okay, I'm going to do something when I don't have the ability to. We are not able to release ourselves to say, yeah, even though I don't have the ability to, let me make an attempt. We limit ourselves to ourselves. We do not allow God to function through us anymore because we only see ourselves. We don't see beyond ourselves. If we can take ourselves out to say, yeah, everything that I'm doing is for me, is for my family, is for, and just take yourself out of that and look at everybody else to say, what can I offer? What can I offer? What can I offer? What can I offer? You say in the industry, in any industry that you go, the best place that give you the best service is where you will return to. Even at, at some of, sometimes they're more expensive than others that don't give service at all. But when you receive a poor service somewhere, you won't go back there. But if you are, have a art of service, it's art of, 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 of selfless, a selfless act, that your art is about 
how it can be better for others. God will look at you and say, I'm going to pour my resources in this person because what he's doing, what she is doing, is making sure that people are finding the way to get things that they need. Then let me give him more the resources. Let me give her that resources to be able to get that done. That's what we're always missing. And this question that we ask today, that let's stop and really find out what are we really living for? Is it things that we that we will leave behind or things that we invest? I was telling somebody one day, um, this was a long time ago, that people say um, you have to work to save certain amount of money so you can send to your family so for their monthly food. I said, well, why don't you just put a substantial amount of money to the side and establish them on the business that can bring money in for themselves instead of relying on you here. If you're gone, what is going to be their case? Most of the time we have mispriority or maybe because we just don't have the clear on way how to address them. When you start feeding people and you start giving them fish instead of buying the rod for them to fish for themselves, then you're not helping. And that's what we need to look at to see what am I really living for? Am I living to say, okay, I am the one that's dishing out or I am the one that throw myself out there. What are we doing? But whatever we do, keep this in mind, that you are a salt that's supposed to season the food, make a good taste. If you're not doing that, then ask yourself, why are you doing what you're doing? If you're supposed to light something and make somebody happy or make somebody's life be easier and you're making it more difficult, check yourself. Whatever you're doing and you're not changing somebody else's life or you're making somebody's life miserable, check yourself. That's the question. That is the question. Whatever we are finding ourselves doing and it's not making difference in the life of others, then we need to check ourselves to find out how God can help us. That's what I want to add to what Brad Sam said. Thank you very much, Brian. Praise Thank the you, Lord. Sir. I think Hallelujah. that was great. Hallelujah. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, man. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Bless Happy you, sir. Happy birthday. Hey, thank you, sir. <laughs> I wanted to add uh, one thing. It was, uh, you know, I attend Omega Fire Ministry in Nigeria. So uh, one of our pastors just phoned me, say, ah, one of your daughter in the church is suffering. No, the husband is beating her every day. The husband is carrying women every day, no food to eat. And the girl wanted to go to school, no money. And uh, she's suffering. She lost her phone because I bought phone for her. She lost her phone. She cannot get to you. I can't say, okay, when he's around, you call her. Let me talk to her through your phone. Then I can't ask the girl, what is your problem? If you are working now or trading now, you will not have time to be quarreling every day. It's because you're asking your husband money today, money tomorrow, then you are you quarrel begin to come every day. What do you want to do now so that you can engage yourself? He said, Mommy, I want to go back to school. Because this girl carried Belen when she finished her secondary school. And uh, the boy is not still responsible. He still carry women up and down. I said, Okay, can you still go back to school? He said, Yes. I said, Okay. Because me, after several children, before I go back to school, you have four children now. You can go back to school. Education has no age. I still do the work, 
I did the work for 30 years. I retire and I'm receiving pension now. So if you know, I know I have retired. All my children has finished their education. Now with my little allowance pension that I'm receiving, I can help you. Go and negotiate for teacher's training college. Then she went, I come back, say, mommy, school fees, then uh, books and uh, transport to, to be going to the school, out for the lecture as a part-time every Saturday, Sunday, I would be so that other days she can be able to go to farm. I said, if you know you will not let my money be loose, said you will read your books. Said, I said, yeah. Then I phoned my daughter. I said, when I receive my salary, transfer 40000 to this girl to her school fees. They, they all be surprised. I'm only you that you have retired. You want to engage in that people's problem again. I said, no. Bible says we should impart our life to others. Mm -hmm. Not be mm -hmm. you build. Not mm -hmm. be a, a, a property you acquire, but that mm. to people. Mm. And that in your, in your life, you people have all engaged now. Let me do for others, those that are not my children, they are suffering. So that is my daughter and the Lord. We attend the same church and she's mm. suffering. If she can be able to go to school now and she's working tomorrow, she will remember me forever. So mm. let me help her. I even told the mother to my husband. My husband said, hey, you do they carry people problem for head. Wait it be all this one. I say, hey, oh daddy, leave, leave her. Let us do it. Let me do it for her. So the girl started school now in my village. Hallelujah. 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 I even told the mother to my son, I say, look at what I engage for. He said, Mommy, that is a good idea. I will support you if you don't have no idea. That is what Hallelujah. told me. It's not my yeah. daughter. We are not even related, but we attend the same church. I see what is suffering. So I said, let me, God just lay it on my heart. I said, let me do it for her. Mm. So that is. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. <laughs> Brian, thank you too. very, thank you very much. The life of service of impacting, like you were saying in the book, living a legacy, mm. not just not living inheritance, a legacy mm. that mm. will impact many more people, not just mm. your immediate people, because that legacy of 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 impacting somebody's life will extend to their children, to their family members, to their community and their nations. So mm. live for. For 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 live for live for Christ by mm. you know, being impactful in your in your, mm. in your community. Don't live for selfish ends. We always mm. self-seeking. If even though Christ told us, you know, let your light shine into inside of Matthew, you know, like so people can let your light shine. So your good deeds, people can you know, you can shine light to people and they can bring them to 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 to, to God. So. And, and when we're doing things, we should do it in the honor of God, not for selfish reasons, but for, for God. Like Pastor said, selflessly. And, uh, and God will help us. Pastor, Amen. you can pray for us. Amen. For us. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You see, when you make a little investment on somebody else's life, when they grow up, they will be able to pass the touch. And that's what Christ did. He oh. came, passed the touch to us. And we're oh. carrying that touch. Let's pass the same touch to others because whatever you plant in somebody's life 
is something that will grow tomorrow that somebody else will be able to plug out of that tree that's planted. And God will help us. Give us that enablement to do that in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you again. Let's uh, let's just thank God for what's going on right now. This nation is in the is in the inauguration season, section right now. Let's pray that the Lord will let it be successful. There will be no attack. There will be no any disruption. It will be smooth in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let's pray for the peace of this nation, that this Lord, the Lord will restore peace back to this nation. It will restore unity back to this nation. It will restore hope back to this nation. That all the pandemic issue we're having, the Lord will rise up and di diminish all of the power of the pandemic. All the strength of this coronavirus, the Lord will diminish it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Let's lift up all our family that's still out there. Let's pray that the Lord will protect them. As they're out there, Lord will cover them with the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against them shall prosper in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your children. We give you praise, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We are praying. of Ages, we thank you. We thank you for your word that have come strongly to us this morning. You want us to make differences. You want us to change our way of thinking. That we should not just be investing on the thing that we perish, but we should invest in the things uh, that we build reward. Because in this earth, whatever it is that we invest here, they will vanish. Yeah, but what you want us to do is let our investment be meaningful. Let it be meaningful that it will be sold into the kingdom, that whatever we sow into the life of others, God will look at us and say, yes, sir. When I was looking for clothes, you clothed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me water. When I was hungry, you gave me food. That is what he's talking about. That when we see things that we, we, we need to engage into, we shouldn't some blind side to it. I pray that the Lord God Almighty will help us uh, to be able to step up when God expects us to step up in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus. God Amen. will help us to see clearly where we need to invest in. So our investment in the life of all that will not be wasted. It will not be useless, but it will be to the glory of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we commend the rest of the days into your hand. We ask, Lord God Almighty, is there anybody out there that you want us, you want to use us for? Father, do not let us miss them. Do not let Amen. us miss them. Anybody Amen. that's out there that you say, yes, for their sake, you want to use us. Father, point them out to us so that we will Amen. not resist them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for your daughter that turned another year old today. Mommy Bello, Father, we thank you for our life. Father, we pray, Lord God Almighty, that our new age, you will make us stronger. At Amen. new age, you will open doors of, uh, of windows of Amen. heaven for in the name Amen. of Jesus Christ. You will keep my divine health in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Thank Amen. you, eternal rock of ages. Thank you, in Jesus. Jesus. Mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And the love of God and sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy for us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of God. Forever, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord has blessed. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Brian, for leading. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. God you, bless sir. you. Have a blessed day. Cover you with the blood of Jesus. Take care. God bless you.